What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Luke Mind Power Show, the best podcast for motivation, positive energy, success secrets, and powerful mindset strategies. I am your motivational speaker and coach who delivers the most extraordinary self awareness and personal development information on the planet. Buckle up, turn up that volume because it's time to evolve. Soak in the wisdom and move one step closer towards your most successful life ever. Let's go. We are going to be tuning in to some powerful motivation, inspiration, and energy from the one and only Luke Mindpower. Welcome to the Luke Mindpower Show. It's a blessing to be here. This is episode 116. Isn't that phenomenal? 116 episodes and continuing my journey moving forward. And that's what this is really about. But you know what? It's amazing to realize how challenging it is in life to actually continue to persevere, to continue to move forward, to continue to live your dreams, to continue to do what's right for you, which is really the challenge. And what this episode is really going to be about today is to bring you more awareness and more motivation why it's important for you to keep striving and moving forward in your life. And what this is really about is about taking back control. Like I have this self-awareness of my journey now of how far I've come over the last couple of years and it just occurred to me, I'm going to share with you something that is personal to me um, because I'm making a few shifts in my personal life um, over the next couple of weeks. But I I really want to share this with you because I think that this is something that we strive for in our life. And this is, you know, being in control, taking back our power, being in full control of your life. And this is something that, you know, a lot of us may not be in control whether it's because you're financially not in control, whether you're in an unhealthy relationship, which doesn't allow you to have full control of your life. Um, maybe it's your job that you desperately need and you know you can't see yourself working anywhere else and maybe you're unhappy there, but you don't have a choice, right? Because you need to pay the bills and whatever the case may be for you. But what I'm going to share with you um in this episode is really about taking back your power, taking back control of your life. Because what I'm experiencing now with my journey and how, and, and where I'm at is the, the emphasis of what it is that we're really trying to achieve and why we're not happy. And this is one of the major points. This is one of the major keys is control like having full control of your life. And I have to say, you know, financial, the financial side of life, you know, we live in this in this world where, you know, you got to pay bills, you got to pay electricity, you got to pay a registration for your car, you got to pay for food, you got to everything has a price. And if you're not in that financial content place, then you feel as if you don't have control. Right? And this is the challenge of, well, how do we get out of that funk? How do we get out of that disassociated state of not being able to live our dreams, reach our fullest potential and get paid what we're really worth? 
You know, there's a lot of us out there that are in jobs that we hate. There's a lot of us out there doing jobs, doing work that we really don't want to do, but we don't have a choice because that's all we know. That's what we think we're capable of. Okay. And so there I was for many years after I finished school, not being in control of my life. And it's no fault to anyone. I used to blame my parents a lot. I used to say that my dad was never home and my mum was always busy and four children. It's not easy to raise four children and to not have a husband that's home and available all the time. And if you think about society and how majority of us have grown up, it wasn't easy. You know, a lot of our parents immigrated from different countries and they were doing their best to show up and to have families and to live the dream and you know, to do what they felt was right and have children and, and raise them the best way that they could, you know, and, and they were doing their best. So the challenge was that, how do you break out of the dysfunction? How do you break out of that system, right? That kind of keeps you at a certain level, right? And if you think about, you know, from zero to seven, your subconscious mind is programmed up to 85% of it which means that you already have this amount of information that is making you believe and think a specific um, mindset. And so as you grow and grow and grow, your experiences shape you, your situations shape you, your upbringing and the way that you're raised and your environment, it makes you who you are. So, you know, let's use successful individuals, like let's move to um, you know, people who are brought up or born into really wealthy families, majority of the time you see those children emulate their parents, whether it's them taking over the business or whether it's them just evolving and becoming very successful as well. Now, why is that? Why do you think that is? What, because they chose to be successful? No, because they, they grew up in an environment that that's all they saw, that's all they knew, right? And if that's all you know, well, you can't help it. And that's why I say you're a product of your environment. That's why I say with whom you surround yourself with is whom you become. So if you're unsuccessful and you hang around nine people that are successful, well, guess what's going to happen? You're going to become the 10th successful person. You can't help it. We are adaptable beings. Our mind is malleable. It can be reprogrammed. You can create new neural networks and neural pathways in your brain to override the current system, to reframe your mind, to reprogram it. If you surround yourself with the right environment, with the right people, if you consume the right information, right? But this takes, especially if you're living on a lower vibration or you've got a limited mindset or you've got different experiences that have shaped you in such a way that make you feel like you're not good enough, well, it takes perseverance, it takes consistency, it takes investment, it takes being intentional every single day and showing up to break out of that unconscious, toxic, destructive, habitual behavior that is causing you to not live your dreams and live your fullest potential. And you can do that, you have the power to do that, but how much do you want it? How much do you really want that control? Because our mind and our programming is limiting us from breaking out of that paradigm that you're so used to. If you think about it, it's not fucking easy. I, I get it, man. 
Like I was fighting for fucking 33 years, like to live my life. And, you know, from the age of 17 to 28, I was in debt financially. For real. No one taught me how to save money. I didn't have a relationship with money. Didn't even know how to use it. It was just, you don't even know what it's, what it is. It's just, obviously, you know that if you have it, you can buy stuff, right? But I was gambling and spending it. All I knew was how to go to the bank and get a loan. My first car that I bought was on, I went to the bank and I got a $5,000 loan because I wanted to buy a car. No one taught me how to save money. So I've had to learn myself how to get out of this paradigm that, was limiting me. I've had to learn myself how to break out of the destructive thoughts and the constant perception of false evidence appearing real, like fear, anxiety, you know, of fuck, what are people going to think of me? You know, the mind is creating constant thoughts of, you know, if you think about the power of your mind, it's, it's extraordinary. There's so much room there for imagination, but most of the time, because of our primitive mind, the mind is there designed to keep you safe and anything that's unfamiliar, anything that's uncommon, anything that it hasn't experienced before, it's going to make you feel as if you can't do it. It's going to put forward these thoughts and these uh, imagination of what could happen. And most of the time, if it's unfamiliar and uncommon, it's going to be scary. It's going to tell you why you shouldn't do it. It's going to tell you why it's not going to work because it doesn't want you to get out of your comfort zone. It doesn't want you to grow. It doesn't want you to change. It wants you to stay the same because that's what it's used to. So the more that you become aware of that and be okay with getting into uncomfortable experiences, it's like a muscle. You know, I wasn't always this confident when I was speaking. This was my greatest fear. But the more that I did it, the more that I practiced, the more that I showed up, the more that I persevered, the more that I stayed consistent. Repetition is the mother of skill. So how do we take back control of our life is part of the journey of perseverance, self-awareness, repetition, keeping on going, but going in a different direction, right? Like changing the system. You know, the way that you've been brought up thus far may work for some people. And if that's what gives them contentment, if that's what makes them feel like that's good enough for them, great. But if you're listening to this right now, then I know that that's not who you are. That I know that you have something special. I know that you have greatness within you. I know that you're a seeker and what you seek is seeking you. It's just up to you to continue to build that strong, self-loving relationship with yourself so that you can step more into your brilliance, your power, so you can break out of the dysfunction, so that you can break out of the paradigm that is holding you down, that's weighing you down. That's, there's this resistance, not only from yourself because you're in your comfort zone, but there's this resistance from the people around you that don't want you to change, that don't want you to grow. Not that maybe they don't want the best for you, but they're afraid. They're afraid that you'll go so high that they won't have access to you anymore. But they're also afraid because of their own insecurities, their own fears. 
because they don't have the imagination that you have. They don't have the ability to feel what you feel. And sometimes when you're expressing yourself or you're trying to share how you're feeling or what you're going through, it doesn't make sense to people. And this is the biggest fucking truth that you can hear right now is that you got to understand that people are not you. And no matter sometimes when you want to share shit with people, they can't even hear you. The, the energy is the frequency that you're on is completely different. It's not to say that you're better than them. It's just you're on a different vibration. And that's why this whole journey of protecting your energy, protecting your peace, knowing your worth, loving yourself enough to say yes to you, no to everyone else during this journey of self-discovery and self-inquiry. You know, you got to get comfortable with doing things a little bit different and people judging you, people not appreciating your journey, people not understanding why you're doing what you're doing, why you're putting yourself first. And this is part of it. And it won't make sense to some. Sometimes it maybe won't ever make sense to people. But for some, eventually they will see the fruit. They will see you blossom. They will see you shine. And then they will understand and go, okay, I get it. Now it starts to make a little bit more sense as to why you were the way that you were and how I didn't understand or appreciate your truth. You know, because remember, you have a fucking powerful story. You've been through a lot, right? And it's that pain, it's that anxiousness, it's that depression, it's that frustration, it's those emotional triggers, right? All of that, part of your journey, all those experiences that you have been through that have put you down, that have weighed you down, that have hurt you, all of that that you're dealing with right now, this is the best shit that you could have in your life. I know it doesn't make sense right now. And I know you're like, what do you mean, Luke? How can you, what if I've been abused or what if I've, you know, been bullied or, or physically abused or financially abused or mentally abused or any sort of abuse, right? It's fucking hurtful. It's painful. It's uncomfortable. But sometimes we got to go through that to wake up to ourselves, to wake up to our greatness, for us to be more motivated, for us to keep pushing, right? It's not, the darkness is not the end of the road. Sometimes we got to be in the darkness, man. We've got to be in the, the thunder. We've got to be in the dark clouds in order for us to see the sunshine because we ain't going to stop. We ain't going to give up. We're going to keep pushing. And being in that darkness means that then when we move past that darkness, we keep moving forward. We can then appreciate the sunshine, we can appreciate the other side because then there's duality, right? You can't appreciate the, the good times if you don't have the bad times because you don't know what the fuck it feels like. You never experienced it if it was bad. So when you come from that place of darkness and pain and hurt and you step into self-love and living your best life and building a strong relationship with yourself and never giving up on yourself, there's liberation, success, power. Because you look back and you go, wow, look what I did. Look what I've been through. Look how I'm showing up for myself. And this is where you start to build a lot of confidence in yourself because you go, wow, if I can go through that shit and I can overcome that, man, bring it on. Like what else is there? Come at me. And, uh, and this is where you, build, you, you start to use that energy within you that has pushed you down a lot. 
that's hurt you as your motivation because you ain't here to conform. You ain't here to be subdued. You ain't here to listen to tell other people to tell you what to do. This is you're here to be in control, right? And some of us have found ourselves in relationships and in experiences in our life right now where we ain't in control. We're allowing other people, whether it's your parents, whether it's your partner, whether it's your boss, whether it's your friends, where you don't feel that you're in control of your life. The core ingredient of what I speak about all the time is self-love. Because when you come back to love for yourself, you always make the right decision. When you come back to love, because you can question yourself today and you can say, well, you know, if I loved that person so much, what would I do in that situation? And 10 times out of 10, you'll do exactly what's right for you. You'll do exactly what's right for that person, make that person yourself, and you'll start moving in the right direction. But if you're not in that place of being able to make that decision right now, because financial constraints are always a problem, then what's important is that you become self-aware that, hey, you know what, I'm not in the best place right now. This is not where I want to be. And I have to persevere and I have to make plans and I have to decide that I'm going to change, that I'm going to create a new life, that I'm going to persevere and I'm going to work on something in silence so that I can get to that place of freedom. Because this is what control is all about. It's about your freedom. It's about you having full control of your life. You are not here to be controlled by anyone. And if you're in a relationship where you feel like you're controlled, I'm just going to send you a nice gentle message to say, fucking communicate. Let that person know who the fuck you are. You ain't here to be controlled. And if they're going to keep doing that shit, you're going to leave. Because you don't deserve that shit. Any relationship that you have in your life is there for you so that you can grow, evolve, and become a better version of yourself. If it ain't complementing your life, let it go. Now back to control. I want to share something with you that I'm in the process of achieving. Because 11 months ago, I was down in the dirt. And I was going through depression and I was drinking a lot again, even though I'd grown so much, I had to go through an experience of adversity for me. I invested a lot of money. I thought I was going to have a successful business. I was becoming an author. You know, I thought I was going to have my own TV show. There was so much going on for me and nothing ever happened. Six months of like real investment. And there were mornings where I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to look at my phone. I didn't want to wake up. And for real, I didn't know. If you go on my TikTok account and you scroll down, you'll find a video. It was on New Year's Eve. I posted it on New Year's Eve. And and I basically shared my story of what, what happened. And the amount of love and support that I got from everyone on TikTok. I, I remember looking at it like 4 o'clock in the morning on New Year's Day. And I'd had a few drinks. 
and I looked at it and I saw all the comments and then I was reading everyone's comments and I was crying because I just, there was so much love. There was so much love that was being sent my way. And I didn't know how I was going to get through it. I didn't know how I was going to keep going. I didn't know how I was going to recreate myself um, and how I was going to get to where I'm at now. Today's the 11th of the 11th. And I didn't even know that I was going to do a podcast on the 11th of the 11th. It's crazy. Shit. I was supposed to do it on Monday. Because that's when I do my podcast episodes. But what was I doing on Monday? I was freaking busy and I just didn't have the time. Far out, man. I can't even remember what I was doing. Anyway. So... Oh, yeah, I went to my sister's house. Yes, I went to see my sister. Okay, so that's why, yeah, I had a, a bit of a family emergency. Okay, so, um, so talking about my personal journey right now. So I've been living with my parents. I've been living with my parents since after I helped my sister overcome her anxiety and get off her medication back in April 2020. The next step was for me to move out of her house because I was living with her. And, and I, I, I'm, you know, I take on energy. I'm, I'm, you know, if you want to call me an empath, if you want to call me, I just say, I know I'm sensitive. I'm very intuitive. I'm very connected with my energy. I feel shit, right? Um, and living in her house with four children and, you know, herself and her husband, eventually it was getting a bit much for me and I needed space. I needed to move. I needed to get out of that environment for me to continue on my journey. And, you know, I'd helped her and it was time for me to move on. And so where did I go? Uh, I came to my parents' house, right? Um, so I didn't know how long I was going to be here for, but I knew that I had to move here. And to be honest, I'd never lived with them since they moved when I was 21 years old. So 16 years of, you know, living with all of my sisters. And some people say, why do you work mostly with women? I'm like, because I know them so well. I lived with all my sisters. Like I've lived in their families and watched them raise children and go through a lot of shit. Um, and that was me, the little brother that got to experience all these relationships and, and you know, divorce and... Um, challenging experiences being a mother, um, being a wife. Um, and I got to live and breathe that for so many years. And I didn't know that it was going to benefit me. I didn't even know who I was back then, right? So um, it's incredible how I've evolved and how I've gone through these different experiences with my sisters to be able to learn so much from them as women. Um, you know, and I had to learn how to respect women. I didn't respect women as much as I do now, you know, even in some of my previous relationships, I didn't have that level of respect and empathy and compassion for a woman, you know, for me before it was all about sex, you know? Um, so I had to wake up to that, you know, um, because I lived with my sisters for so many years, I have so much appreciation and empathy and love for a woman and how, how much work they do. And this is not to downplay men, you know, because we work hard and we show up and we have to do a lot too. Okay. Um, but moving to my parents' house in April, um, I didn't really know what was going to happen, but I knew that it was right. It felt right. 
And I was like, okay, this is happening for a reason because I don't have a relationship with my parents. I've never been able to spend time with them. I've never got the opportunity to get to know them really, right? Because growing up from 20s and to into my 30s, it was all about drinking. It was all about parties. It was all about drugs. It was all about sex, right? So whenever I saw my parents at party, at, at family functions and stuff, I was always drunk. So I never really knew them. I was always like, hey, mom, and then I was drinking all the time. So this last 18 or 19 months or so that I've been living with them has given me the opportunity to heal our relationship, to get to know each other a lot better. Um, and I have a lot of appreciation for who they are. And I've had opportunities to communicate with them, to help them understand who I am. I think one of the hardest things that I had to experience was moving here. And the first couple of months, there was a lot of trigger moments. There was a lot of reactiveness because, you know, I grew up in a religious family. My parents are very religious. Um, and I, when I started this journey, I realized that religion wasn't for me. And I remember my mom telling me that, you know, about speaking about Jesus and all this kind of stuff. And, and I remember that triggering me when I first started. And, and I'm like, mom, that's not me. Like, I'm here to speak with a universal tongue to the world. I'm here to speak to everyone. I'm here. I, I'm, I am love. And what love is, is, is unity and acceptance and encouragement for everyone. I'm not here to be divisive. I'm not here to divide people. And I feel that religion does that a little bit. It divides people as much as there's goodness there and there's love. It divides people. And that's not who Luke Mindpower is. Luke Mindpower is here to bring people together so that we can thrive together, succeed together, support each other, accept each other, respect each other. So I had to kind of break out of that belief system. And even though my mom didn't agree with it, then coming in, living with her in her, in her house was even harder because, you know, she practices it every day and there would be conversations constantly. I would be hearing stuff about religion and that's what she does most of the time. And my parents like to practice it and, and I'm like, I'm not with it. I don't, I don't connect with it. It's not me. doesn't make sense to me. Right. So that was challenging. Right. And you've had to like work through, um, trying to appreciate each other for who we are without trying to like push each other to say, you should think like this, or you should be, if you don't believe in this, you're wrong, you know? Um, and so it hasn't been easy, but this is part of the healing journey of, you know, communication, acceptance, love, real love. So a part of my healing journey with my parents was doing my research on my childhood and what I experienced with them as being my parents when I was younger. And so a few of these experiences and trigger moments that I had where I really was reactive and I fell into a deep depression for a couple of weeks because of an experience that I had that took me back to when I was a child made me do the work on my inner child, on my childhood, on reparenting myself and figuring out why I grew up the way that I did. So for one, at one point there, I had a lot of resentment for my parents last year and I sat down in front of them and I read 15 pages that I had written out about why they raised me the wrong way. Why I believed 
that it's their fault. It's their fault that I grew up insecure, that I grew up low self-confidence, that I grew up not believing in myself, that I grew up a failure. And that I didn't have the support that I should have. And that they weren't the best parents as they should have been, for example. So I was pretty pissed off because I was heavily into researching and understanding parenting, right? As much as I can, as much as I've helped my sisters raise their children um, without being a parent myself, okay? So I did that and I sat in front of my parents and I shared with them a lot of my truth of what I believed. And fast forward, you know, it's been 18 months, 19 months now. And a couple of months ago, it was probably about two or three months ago where I had this, uh, another awakening or epiphany moment where I realized, I can't remember what I was watching or something triggered me. And I realized that my parents did the best that they could. And that that I really had no right to judge them or to blame them because that's what I was doing. I was blaming them for who I was and, and what I went through. And given their experiences, given their own perception of reality, given their own childhood, how they were raised, what they went through, and you know, moving from a communist country in Poland and in Europe and, and coming to Australia to have a better life, you know, to raise children, have a family. They were fucking doing their best, man. You know? And so I had to come to that realization. And so I went into the garage and and I said to my mom and my dad, and I said, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry for offending you. I'm sorry for blaming you. Um I know that you were doing your best. And again, more healing, more communication, more vulnerability, right? Um, and so I'm grateful that I was raised exactly the way that I was. I'm grateful that I had low self-esteem. I'm grateful that I didn't believe in myself. I'm grateful that I felt like I was not enough. I'm grateful that my mom told me that, you know, you can't play soccer because you know, if you go and play on the soccer field, uh, you're going to break your bones because you're too skinny. I'm grateful for all those people that bullied me. I'm grateful for everyone who's judged me. I'm grateful for not feeling like I was good enough. I'm grateful for looking at myself in the mirror and hating what I saw. I'm grateful for not loving myself for so many years. Because that has made me the powerful person that I am today. But it's your conscious decision. It's yourself that has the power to take control of your life and say, what happened to me and what I went through is not who I am. I can change that. I can override that conversation. I can override the paradigm. I can change my thoughts. I can change my beliefs. I can step into authenticity. I can step into being who I really am, not who they want me to be. And that's what this is about. This is about you being in control. Not your family. Not your friends. Not your partner. You. And how do you do that? You've got to fight. You've got to stand up for your truth. Right? I remember this one time when I was uh, 
letting go of the whole religious side. And I was sitting at a table with my brother-in-law and my other sister was one of my sister's birthdays. And I remember because they bought me a beautiful gold chain that had the Mary on it. And, and I lost it somewhere, you know. And then I said, well, I don't, uh, if I found it, I wouldn't wear the, the pendant anyway. I'd wear the gold chain, but not the Mary. And I remember saying that. And I remember seeing my brother-in-law look at me like, what, you don't believe in God? And I remember his face and he was just like in a bit of shock because it's like, what? You know, and so this is the, this is what you have to face, right? Because people are so used to what you've been raised in and what you believe and and anything other than that would be very different and odd and doesn't make sense. It's like, how could you do that? You're betraying the family, right? And so you have to, in order to break out of that, you got to, Fuck, you got to stand up for yourself. You got to believe in yourself. You got to you got to just show up and say I don't give a shit like what you want me to believe. I'm going to believe in me. I'm going to do what's right for me. You know, and slowly slowly look what's happened. Right? My family has watched me grow. My family has not maybe understood me at times. But now, fuck. I'm blessed. They love me. They appreciate me. They see what the fuck I'm doing and whether they got it at the beginning or they didn't, I didn't give up on me. And so now they get to see the success. They get to see the growth, the continuation, and it's inspiring, right? But at this place where I'm at right now, guys, I want to share with you on the 11th of the 11th. So over the last couple of months, right? I felt this shift in my energy and vibration and my my power, right? And I've been living with my parents and, you know, I've got my office in my bedroom. I try to separate it, you know, because it's so important to have like your space, you know, it's so healthy for your mind to not like, you know, do I want to look at a bed? No, right? And so your environment is very important. Like I had to declutter this whole room because there was so much things everywhere. And it's for me, it's mental clarity, like less is more. You have too much shit everywhere and it's really, really um, mentally draining, straining. So having to kind of go through this experience to get where I'm at, I get to this point a couple of months ago and everything started to be a lot more sensitive for me. And I started to like, I felt like I was growing, but because of the environment that I'm living in, not to say that I'm not grateful for my parents or for living in their house, but what I came to realize was because I'm growing and because I'm serving more people, I need more power. I need more energy. I need to be on a higher vibration to be able to continue serving and what I felt was that my parents are my parents. They have a specific belief system. They have a specific mindset, right? They have a specific way of communicating, right? And if I talk about, you know, you you become who you hang around with, like with whom you surround yourself with is whom you become. You're, you're a product of your environment. And if you don't like the product that you are, change your environment. So when I started to tried it when I started to tune in and I was just like wow there's something going on like I'm misfiring I'm I'm not vibrating on the highest level that I could be there's I'm feeling drained I'm feeling lower 
and then my my awareness to my parents' conversations that they're having, the sound, um, some of the conversations that I was having with them. And I started to pay attention to that. And I was like, wow, you know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling restricted. Like this is, this environment isn't healthy for me anymore. It's not that I don't love my parents or appreciate them. It's just that in order for me to grow, I need more peace. I need more control. I need my own space, right? And it started to become so clear for me that, wow, you know, I need me again more than anyone, right? So the beautiful thing is that I'm moving out, right? And I got myself a new house and I'm excited because what I'm going to be doing through this journey is completely taking my life, my success, my happiness, my control, my impact on the world to like the next level, if not the one of the highest levels that it will ever go. Obviously not the highest because I'm always going to continue to level up, but it's just made me so aware of your environment. And it's something that I wanted two months ago. But like the rental market in Sydney has been just ridiculous and I haven't been able to get a house, right? So um, the beautiful thing that I want to share with you as well, I don't know if you follow my best friend, his name is DJ Danilo, but I'm going to be moving in with him. And one of the powerful things that the reason why I'm, I'm doing this is because, and I said this to him about two months, I said, bro. Like we've been supporting and listen to this guys, because this is really about, you know, your network and people in your life that complement your life. And we've been friends for a long time, but throughout this journey over the last three years of my evolution, he, me and him have been supporting each other back and forth, like encouraging each other, being there to listen to each other, communicate with each other, having each other's back through our tough times. Okay, and I said to him a couple of months ago, I said, bro, can you imagine what would happen? Can you imagine what would happen if we lived together? Sorry, just give me a second. I don't know why it's come up. Anyway, um, what would happen if we lived together? And if we've supported each other like this on the communication through the phone for the last few years, imagine if we lived together and we were supporting each other, building each other up every single day, encouraging each other in like physically, in, our, in presence, and not living, for example, with my parents or him living with his brother. Because this is where we're going. Like I'm going to the top. I know where I'm going, right? My purpose is to create massive conferences, retreats, worldwide events. My purpose is to change the world. My purpose is to help you live your dreams, to, to connect with your, your power, to really activate your greatness. That's my purpose. And in order for me to do that, I've got to protect my energy. In order for me to do that, I need to surround myself with an environment that is positive, uplifting, encouraging, motivating, inspiring, not draining, not negative. 
Surround yourself with successful people, you'll become successful. Surround yourself with someone with a dream, and then you will reach your dream. Right? One of my one of my purposes is to help my best friend live his dream as well. And that's basically what we're doing for each other. We're supporting each other, encouraging each other. Right? We're not here to be limited. We're not here to listen to that voice in our head that says that we're not enough. We're not here to be abiding by these fucking thoughts or that fear that says that we ain't good enough. That's not what we're here for. We are here to live our dreams, to change the world, to help people, to love themselves again. And and your environment is part of that. It plays such a massive role. So if you're living in an environment right now where you have people around you that are complaining, that are gossiping, that have a limited mindset, right? That don't believe in changing the world or living their dreams or, you know, pursuing goals or becoming that next level version of yourself. Well, guess what? You're going to suffer. You are going to suffer because that negative energy is going to drain you. It ain't going to support you. And I know that this is one of the reasons that if you start hanging around with me, like for example, in my a program with my clients, it's one of the powerful reasons of when you work with me, because I'm so motivating, inspiring, powerful, uplifting all the fucking time, you surround yourself with this all the time. And what happens, you become it. You can't help it, but stay positive, stay motivated, keep going, let's go, keep listening to my podcast. And guess what will happen if you listen to it religiously? If you continue to watch my journey, you're going to see that, wow, Luke ain't given up. Luke continues to take action. Luke continues to practice what he preaches. I ain't here to talk shit and not do it. But in order for you to continue to reach that new level and to live your dreams and, and live your best life, you've got to pay attention to your energy. You've got to pay attention to how can I continue to access new levels of growth, confidence, if I stay in the same place that I was two years ago, if I continue to surround myself with people who maybe are not supporting my dreams and goals. And that's really what this is about. And it's hard kind of to say, well, yeah, I'm one of the reasons why I'm leaving is because my parents really don't have that mindset or the belief or the vision that I do. And they're not supposed to. Right. But this is my awareness to say, well, what is healthy for me? What does Luke need in order for Luke to thrive? He needs a really supportive environment. He needs people around him that are saying, Luke, you got this, man. Come on, bro. Let's go. You can do this shit. I believe in you. I support you. I encourage you. I want you to win. That's what you need. That's why having a coach is so powerful. It's the same thing as having a gym partner. Right. You're more likely to go to the gym. If you got someone that messages you at 4.59 and says, hey man, we're going to the gym? Because you were so close to going, ah, oh, fuck, I'm too tired to go today. I couldn't be bothered, right? But because you got that message that says, hey, let's go to the gym, you're like, all right, I'll go. You're more likely to do it when you got people around you that actually want you to win and support you. And this is part of my journey of taking control. Because six months ago, it wasn't possible for me to do this. And I had to persevere. And I truly believe, you know, the universe, God, higher power, my intuition, whatever it was, 
guided me into this journey to live with my parents, to experience that, to, to, to connect, to understand each other, to be able to be in each other's presence so that we could heal, so that I could learn. Because man, I've learned so much. Like a lot of my program in my coaching has to do with conscious reparenting and your and your childhood and researching your childhood. And I did all of that living with my parents. So I'm freaking blessed. You know, that's actually what I did while I was living here. So actually what they have done for me is indirectly in, supported my dream. Right. But now it's kind of at a level where, OK, I've I've gone through that and it's time for Luke to to really fly. You know, so if you're listening to this episode right now, episode number 116 on the 11th of the 11th, 2021. It's extraordinary because over the next 12 months, I want you to understand this and hear this very clearly that what you're going to experience, what you're going to witness in my evolution, in who I am becoming is going to blow your fucking mind. And I ain't saying that lightly. I'm telling you that this is the this is the space, the environment, the place that I need to be in because I'm going into my cocoon. Like as as a, as a worm goes in a cocoon and becomes a butterfly, right? That's what I'm going. I'm going into my cocoon and I'm going to do some powerful shit that's going to change so many people's lives because I'm taking full control of my power, my life, my independence. No distractions. Just saying yes to Luke. Still saying no to the world so that I can harness all of my energy and step more into my purpose, my greatness and make more of an impact in the world. That's what I'm here to do. Live, help you live your dreams help you live your best life, encourage you, support you. I'm your biggest fan. I'm your biggest cheerleader. So I'm just sharing with you this message because if you continue to follow my journey in 12 months time, I'm going to talk about this again. And I'm going to remember this episode on the 11th of the 11th, 2021, because it's going to be the 11th of the 11th, 2022. And I'm going to be in such a phenomenal different place like i already told dj danilo i was like bro i'm gonna fuck you up like you you think that you've experienced some growth maybe in the last six months like what's gonna happen to your life when you live with me bro you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen but it's gonna blow your mind and I'm excited for it because I because I know what happens when you have the right people in your life every day. I lived in the Shaolin Temple and one of the best and most profound experiences that you can have in an environment like that is having teamwork, is knowing that you trained hard for three, four days in that week and you are so fucking sore you're so tired, you're sleeping on a wooden bed and, and Friday comes to do power training and you're so tired and you just, you don't want to do it. You can't do it. But the team, the people are there 
to say, come on, man, you're with us. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. And that was one of the most profound awareness points of my mindset and belief. What I used to say that, you know, you're a product of your environment, but it's not until I lived there in the Shaolin Temple in China and, and I was surrounded by these other Kung Fu warrior students like myself that I got to really experience how your environment will make you or break you. And the teamwork, the camaraderie, the support. And look, I played a big part in that because all I was doing was screaming at everyone. And I was like, come on, you can do this shit. And I was screaming people's names on the other side of the temple. I was screaming people's names because I was like, come on, you can do this shit, keep going. And that's the kind of support that you need in your life for you to stay accountable because we are our own worst enemies. We don't stay accountable to our dreams. We don't stay accountable to what we say. We are bullshitting ourselves all the time. We say, I'm going to do this and you don't follow through. So this episode really is a lot of awareness on your environment, but also sharing a little bit of a personal journey of what I'm going through super excited to move out but to the understanding of how to take back control of your life and the power that you have when you persevere so that you can get yourself into this position of being in control and that's why if you're going through a dark place right now if you're going through some thunderstorms and it's dark and it's raining and you're in a painful place keep going because on the other side, if you persevere and you don't give up, is the liberation, is the results, is the success. Because this is where I'm going now and experiencing this firsthand. I'm like, wow, I couldn't have got here if I hadn't gone through some adversity. If I couldn't, if I didn't go through what I went through last year and lose $100,000, I couldn't go through, I wouldn't be here today. If I hadn't gone through that, I don't know how to appreciate what I have what I have right now. So I had to go through that shit for me to build more confidence in myself because one of the biggest truths of that experience last year for me was I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust. I knew something was wrong, but I didn't trust myself. And it took me six months, right? took me six months and, and, and for me to be hurt, triggered, financially abused, psychologically manipulated, heavily, to the point that I knew I was being fucked, but I didn't have the fucking confidence and the trust in myself to speak up. I fucking knew it, but I didn't trust myself. And I needed that, I needed that pain I needed to suffer. I needed to have a financial loss for me to then get back up and say, you know what? This ain't the end of the road. This is just the beginning. This is exactly what I needed. I needed this. Thank you. Thank you. So whatever you're going through right now, if you're going through hell, I know there's a quote like this. If you're going through hell, keep going. Because that's not where you're supposed to be. And you don't want to stay there anyway. So keep going. Because 
your perseverance, your resilience, it's all building you. It's all part of that. And I hope that this is going to give you a little bit of awareness to go, okay, all right, I'm going to keep going. You know, I've got to learn from this shit. Everything is a lesson. Start paying attention. The lesson will keep showing up until you learn it. And the lesson kept showing up for me for six months until I learned it. Some of us are in relationships for five years and we still haven't fucking learnt that this person is fucking disrespecting us. And we are allowing it. And what you allow will persist. And what you are not changing, you are choosing. Why would you want to choose to be in an unhealthy relationship? Why would you want to choose for someone to be disrespecting you or treating you like shit? It doesn't make sense. It's like, man, love yourself. Make a plan and turn that plan into action so that you can take back control of your life because you deserve that shit. And I'm here to freaking empower the hell out of you so that you wake up to your greatness and you live your dreams. And I can't wait to meet you. Guys, that's the end of 116, episode 116 on the Luke Mind Power Show. I hope you enjoyed that. I'm super excited to continue this journey. I'll see you next week. Um, can't wait to do another uh, another podcast, which will probably be in two weeks from my new place. Um, and uh, yeah, there's still a lot of work to do, but one step at a time, one step at a time, we're getting there. I appreciate you. I believe in you. Never give up on your dreams. You are more powerful than you can imagine. And I will see you very, very, very soon. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. It's a blessing to use this platform to connect with you. If you would like to connect with me or learn more about how I can coach you to that next level of life, simply click the link below in the show notes. Also, join our private success community, The Dream Chasers, and surround yourself with gladiators who are saying yes to life and yes to their dreams. The link is also in the show notes. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss a new episode and leave a review and rating on the Apple Podcast app. This really helps us out. If you don't already, follow me on Instagram. And remember, believe in yourself just a little bit more today. Never give up on your dreams. You don't need anyone's permission, just your own. I'll see you on the next episode.